Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. I'm Brad. She's Mikkel. What are we doing? I feel like you're up to something. I might be up to something, but it's all good. Do you know today is kind of monumental? It like is? calendar worthy. A, I don't know. A year ago today was my first appearance on Real Talk. It was? It was. Yay! Seriously? It was. What did we talk about? We talked about courage. Oh. Mm-hmm. Was it you and me? I am so excited to introduce you to the newest member of the Real Talk team. Newest member, Mikkel Whitehead. She has been a part of our Real Talk set for a while now. It was me and Joe, so it's appropriate okay. that now, year anniversary, okay. it's you and me, and I thought, what better way to celebrate than with chocolate? Yeah, right. And Brad and I are what? very good friends because we have bonded over that chocolate is not just the best, but what kind of chocolate? Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. It has to be dark oh, chocolate. Your chair? So I <laughs> have made in celebration I don't, I don't of summer. These are summer delicacies oh, dipped in dark chocolate. When I was a kid, my a mom tells me. Treat for you. My mom tells me that when I was a child, she'd try and drop me off at Sunday school class at church, and I'd hold onto her leg and cry. And go, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And how that's how I feel right now. I don't want to do this. This is this is harmless. I assure you, as summer sweet treat. You know, I'm allergic to some things. None of these. Trust me. Oh, what is this? I'm eating. Oh my gosh, it's. Delightful. Oh, it's a strawberry. It's a strawberry. All right, that's good. All right, you can trust me. Yeah. Did you bring any napkins? I'm or? throw them myself. Number two. That one might be juicy. What is it? Pablo, we might need some tissues. Oh, it's tomato. <laughs> that's just terrible. Oh, there's it's a summer fruit. There's seeds. It's a summer fruit. Why would you? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Oh, tomato and chocolate is not a good I, combination. I was just trying to think of summer fruits. That's great. Most people don't know tomato is actually a fruit. That's great. That's a true. Just educational piece here. Anything with seeds, right? Yes. Oh, oh, oh. it made a sound. What is that? <laughs> 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 what is that? <laughs> Remember which one oh, it's is. salty. <laughs> what is it? Oh, it's a. Is it? <laughs> what is that? Well, I can't tell Wait you unless you're forfeiting your point there. Green olive. Green olive. Yes. Oh, that's three for rough. Three people. All right. Two more. All right. Any guesses? How? No. It's making a sound again. I was not anticipating this. <laughs> oh, it's a hard-boiled egg. Just, I don't know if I can get that one down. I just want to say. I don't think I can get it down. I feel like it's only fair that you cleanse your palate for this last one. I, this is terrifying. I may have started sweet and ended sweet. If this is like, see, I'm trying to think about what this might be. It could be beef related. Hmm. Because words on the street, you are not a beef fan. That's what I'm wondering. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If this is like you. beef tongue or something like that. It is not of the beef family. <laughs> All right, here we go. 
Can I break it open and look? I think that that might only do more harm. <laughs> okay. What is it? I don't even know what that is. Oh, yes. That's spam. That's definitely spam. You got a five for five. That was, I think you broke real time records there. You're not a good human being. <laughs> I mean, that was awful. What are we doing? We are talking, well, you know, in light of summer, I think we are excited. Summer comes. It's easy. It's breezy. This should be our easiest season to get through. Whose idea was the egg? I, that one was definitely mine. Okay. I appreciate no beef. I really do. I, I, was, See, I was worried. That's the kind of friend I am. Okay. All right. So. It's the summer. In light of summer, let's talk about stress. Ooh, I don't feel great. Okay. How can we avoid stress? I think last summer, not so stress-free. How can we have a stress-free summer? Different kind of stress last year than probably normal yeah. summer stress. Because yeah. normal is like family vacations and family reunions and... Squeezing everything into three months. Yes, yes. Sports and activities and all these kinds of things all into a short time. And summer can be hard because, you know, Working parents that have kids and how do you account for all yeah, that? They all need that. somebody to be, be with them and trying to make time for them. And then the kids are at each other's throats because they're not used to being together all day. So summer can be, actually long be days. really stressful. Extra long days. Sun's out all day. Yep. They so different to to kind of time. stress last year. This summer, will it be like last year? Or will it be like previous summers? Mm -hmm. Okay. So when all I right. say stress, what's your trigger? What's your go-to thing that stresses you out? Oh, I mean, usually stress for me is when, when there's lots of activity, you know, when it's too much, you know, it's going here and going here and going here. I mean, I have three kids and they're starting to get to the age where there's, they're all in activities. Yep. And lots so it's like, juggle. we're just shuffling kids back and forth often. And that, you know, that activity, having to be in lots of places at once, that's probably for me. Yeah, same. Mine's similar. I would say, I say yes to too many things, not enough no's, so... That's on me, but I would say not enough minutes in the day. And yep. That's year-round, really. I did some research. Okay. Looked up what Americans typically would name as their top three. Any guesses? Uh, money's got to be number one. Might is number one. Okay, what else? Relationships and yep. work. In the last year, Relationships of course, and... and work. Okay. Re just in the last year, health started to yep. pop up, make, some, yep. make an appearance, but those three have been like the top three for years, apparently. Okay. And so relationships, it's like, it's not just marriage or parenting or whatever. It's like for all of us, the stages of life, maybe we are starting to get where our parents are getting older and we're caring for them. Right. And so always relationships are always going to be there yep. as a stress. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I think of what stresses me out is goes back to me taking on too much okay. and, and not knowing how to say no. Um, yet at the same time, it's like, I feel very confident every single yes I'm saying yes to. It's like, I got this. Oh, yeah. I can get all the things done. I can check all the boxes because I'm in control. Yeah, right, right, right. you hear right. that? I'm in control. Yeah. And so as I was thinking about it, I again and again, like this is a pattern where I fool myself into thinking that I'm actually the one in control. Mm -hmm. And if I truly believed God was in control, wouldn't I be a whole lot less stressed? Mm -hmm. And if you look at that list, money, whatever your trigger is, money, work, relationships, mm -hmm. if we truly believed God was in control, 
wouldn't we be a lot less stressed? So oh. how do we live a life yeah, yeah. that reflects that we really believe that? Yep. The God's in control. So one of the things I would say, though, is we actually have to back up from there because, yeah, God's in control. Let's, let's just take the money one. It's like, yeah, God is our provider. But is the stress maybe sometimes, not, not always, but is the stress sometimes because we put ourselves in a situation financially that it creates stress, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So back up from the actual stress of money. It's like when we make financial decisions, are we asking God if that's a wise him. decision? I mean, that seems so like, I don't know. I don't want that to sound prudish, but it's like you, you, you want to buy a new car. Maybe you need a new car. Do you, do you talk to God at all about, is this the right move? God, give me a sense of if this is the car that I should buy. Or I want a new house. Okay, give me a sense, God, of is this the direction that I should go? Or maybe it's just smaller things. I, I hold up my finances before God until I get myself, I mean, before I get myself into situations where it's like, oh, I'm totally stressed out, like back up. Right. Do we invite God into that whole process? Right. I mean, I think you could say the same thing about your job. It's like, okay, God's, you know, yes, God is, is in control. He's not surprised by anything in my job, but it's like, do I invite God into the conversation about my job? Or is it like, yeah, yeah, God, you're over there. Right now I'm really busy with work. It's like, how do we invite him into all these things? Right. Instead of getting all stressed out and then getting to our breaking point and going, oh, right, you're in control. God, you're in authority. No, but walking every day, inviting him into that. I think that's a different approach and we don't necessarily take that. Right. Because, well, let's just like, let's talk about priorities. Like, is he anywhere near the top of our priorities, let alone the top? Like, look at your list. Like, where does he fall into that? Because if he is our priority at the top of that list, doesn't everything else fall into place? Mm -hmm. And just like you're saying, all of the decisions that we're making, Mm they fall into place too, mm-hmm. right? So how much is God a part of that? Mm-hmm. We go to him when we are super stressed out, hopefully, but if we, if we started way back here, right? yeah, it's like, do we ever get to this point? So one of the things, I mean, this isn't everybody, but this is the, the age and, and sort of demographic that I live in right now is I have kids and we end up really busy with our kids, right? Mm-hmm. To the point where it's almost like, why, why are we doing this? And we get to this breaking point, but it's almost like, what if we backed up and before we got our kids involved in 18 different things, if we actually held that up to God and said, you know, God, should our child be involved in this travel team? You know, should they be involved in this club? And it's, we, the thing is, we all want good things for our kids and we want opportunities, but it's like, we, we should hold all of that up before the Lord because what ends up happening Stress is often because we're so maxed out, right? Right, And so our world just becomes like this whirlwind because there's no margin. And inevitably, something's going to go wrong because something goes wrong. If somebody feeds you chocolate and egg yolk and you don't feel good for the afternoon, <laughs> right? If you don't have any margin, you have 85 places to be, like there's no room for that. Right. So some of it to me is back up and hold everything up to the Lord and say, what do you want me to do? What Should my kids be super involved in this club at school. And I know I'm making it too small and I'm, I'm talking to a, a segment of the population, but it's like, I see families running like crazy mm-hmm. all the time and I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. Same. And we act like we're victims. Like, like it's not like our own had, fault. Yeah, like we had we to do this. play a part of making any of those decisions. Yeah. Yeah, and I do, I think that it is easy for us to go to God for those bigger things like work, like 
money. And it's those little things that we think, what, should I have like prayed about my son playing travel soccer? Like right. we probably think of those as these little things that God doesn't care about yep. and we don't go to him for those. But if it's starting to play a part of a major factor of how our family spends time together, we probably should be consulting God about right. that. So it's all the along the way stuff instead of waiting till it blows up and going, God, save me. It's right. like inviting him in along the way. You know, one of the other things I think is Ephesians 2. I mean, <clears throat> just just scoot way back from this whole conversation and go like, why are we even here? Right? Like, what's the point of all this? So Ephesians 2.10 says, we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus. Here's why we're made to do good works, which God prepared for us in advance or beforehand. And it's like, Okay, why are we here? I'm here to do good works on behalf of the Lord. That's why he made me. If I'm so busy doing everything else that I am not able to do that, that I don't have margin to serve people, to love people, like I'm just in the wrong. Like that's not fulfilling the purpose that God put me on earth. What room are you leaving for his purpose for you? Yep. So you want God to move in your life and you want God to bring people into your life that you can love them, but you don't have any room for them. So I think it's like backing up and even thinking about what, why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? And again, that goes back to that list of priorities. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, And I think once you make that list of priorities, you got to stick to it. Like you have to be willing to say no. And that was, that's that's been a hard one for me. And to know that it's okay to say no, and it's okay to not have a reason why. That's something very wise to me said just in the last three years that I'm still trying to grow comfortable in is not feeling like I have to have a concrete, justifiable reason to say no. Well, if there's no conflict on the calendar, I guess I have to say yes. Like, no, I don't have to provide someone a reason why. It's okay to say no. Right, and I think the flip side of that too is, um, you know, the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. It's just about speaking truth and. You know, sometimes when people say no to something, we ask them, hey, could you do this? And they say no. We need to let that go and say, nope, they can't. We're not going to pressure them. No, they can't. They know their schedule. They know what they're supposed to be doing. Because I would want someone to respect my no. That's right. Yeah, we have to be willing to show grace on the other side of that. Good. All right. So we're going to be less stressed this summer? I hope so. Yeah, it's hard to say no. It's hard to say maybe to your spouse, you know, we can't go on that vacation this year. I, we all want to, but we can't. And the problem is sometimes we don't have the guts to have that conversation. And then we end up having the really stressful blow up conversation down the road because we didn't invite God into something. Right. What do you do when you're stressed out? Like when you get to that point, because maybe there's people watching who are like, yeah, that's cute. You guys are talking about not getting stressed out. I'm already there. Yeah. What do you do? I'm going to eat some chocolate and <laughs> strawberry do. while Please you're Please do. Because this one was good. At least like snap the good parts off. This is good. I mean, I think the easy answer for anything is pray, read your Bible. But it's because it really is the easy solution most times. And I mean, I think there's such importance to having your go-to verse in those moments. And mine, favorite verse from Psalm, it's not obscure at all. We probably all heard it. Be still and know I am God. Mm. But to me, that covers everything. That reminder that he's God, we, that is it. He covers everything. He is everything that reminder that he's in control. But mm-hmm. for me, that first part too, that whole be still part, like yep. I hear that as, oh, Mikal, shut up, sit down, breathe. 
and trust that he is God. Mm -hmm. And so wherever you have that verse, if it's in your car on the way to work, because that's your stressor, mm -hmm. if it's on your mirror, if it's on your body somewhere, like um, I have a necklace where it's like, I wear that in the days that I know that I need to be reminded that this is a stressful day. I need to remember that he's in control. Like have your verse. Good. I don't want to do this again. Are we done with this? I think that you have a lot of leftovers there you can take home. The olive? Does this cause you work stress? This was stressful, yes. <laughs> the olive? Not you kind bad. of enjoyed. Yeah, I'd try that. Chocolate and olive. Have a good one. See you next time.